This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Are you looking to save 50, 60, even 70% on your phone bill? Well, here's a tip. Broadvoice.com. Hi, it's Brad Staggs of Blaze TV here. Broadvoice offers high-quality phone service for only $8.95 a month. You may ask, how can I save so much money? What's the catch? Well, the secret is the technology. Broadvoice uses VoIP technology that takes analog audio signals from your phone, turns them into digital data, and then transfers them over the Internet. This means crystal clear sound and cheaper phone bills. Broadvoice has been ranked in the Deloitte Technology Fast 500 and Inc. 500 as one of the fastest growing private companies in America. Get Broadvoice right now for only $8.95 a month. Keep your existing phone number for free and Broadvoice will send you their easy plug-in adapter free. All this and you get unlimited local calling for just $8.95 a month. Plus, for a limited time, Broadvoice will even give you your first month free. Do what we did here at Blaze Radio. Make the switch today at broadvoice.com or call Beck. All right, it's Pat and Stu. We're going to immediately, because we've been challenging him for two days now, and, uh, you know, since he was gracious enough to call in, I think we should go right to Chris Cuomo. Yeah, start it off here. Uh, and uh, go right to our phone call. Chris, uh, welcome to the Pat and Stu sh- show. Wait. How come we can't get a I got, I, Apparently I was misinformed. He's not on the line yet, but I'm sure he's dialing. Could be a phone issue. So we'll, we'll check back with him in a second. Um, yesterday, of course, we were... Talking about him because he was uh, hammering Christians three days in a row on this uh, Indiana law. And, you know, he's talking about, oh, clearly you have animus toward gays as his animus for Christians is coming through. And uh, so we were talking about that yesterday, hammered him a little bit. And he, uh, he tweeted out that it was uh, you're easy to attack me when I'm not there. Whatever you are, Pat and Stu. I don't know what it is, yeah. but uh, I'm responding to it, whatever. I mean, you know, you can be a shoe store or a hardware outfit. Or I don't know if you work at Home Depot. I don't know what the hell you, what you people do yeah, and, or and, are. And surely uh, a guy who's a grocery on, store. could be a, a guy who's on Twitter all the time has no idea <laughs> no how idea. to click on the name and read the bio. No, he couldn't Which, of course, if he actually didn't know what the show was, which, of course, he did anyway, he, he did. would know in seconds after reading the mm-hmm. fact that it's on The Blaze and on Dish Network Channel 212, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, 12 to 2 or whatever. But that hand happened about... Uh, right around this time yesterday, I mean, a little bit later than this, maybe a quarter mm-hmm. after the hour or something. Mm-hmm. And so the rest of the show, we invited him on. Mm-hmm. We gave him the phone number. We tweeted it out. He had, a, he had all the information, and then instead he disappeared completely. I mean, he was gone. And then we talked about it on radio today still. Uh, okay, we got him now? Let's go to, uh, oh, let's go to the phone then, and then we'll talk to excellent. Chris Cuomo. Uh, okay, okay. I guess he hasn't. Is there anyone? Hasn't gotten through yet. Oh, I, I think thought people screwed up the phone. Yeah, hmm. I'm not sure if it's. Is it a phone issue? Do we know? Have we checked. Well, I it don't working? think it is. Because I think we have somebody else on the line. Maybe we could talk so, to. Let's uh, see if it works. Let's Maybe see if the it phones works. just don't work. Uh, Sue in Indiana. <laughs> no, I should go to Sue this time. Uh, <laughs> Sue in Indiana, you're on. Uh, Pat and Stu, hi. No, is she really gone? Did Sue really leave too? 
So we yes. do. Oh, oh there's Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi. Sue. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Hi. Um, I wanted to make a point. I live in Indiana, and with all this RIFLA hysteria that's going on, mm-hmm. um, there's one important point that I haven't heard anyone make yet. Um, I mean, it's not just about the wedding cakes and all that. I mean, people are protesting and all that because, you know, Indiana is going to do this mass discrimination against gays. Mm-hmm. Well, since in all of our daily lives, in stores, restaurants, we're not announcing whether we're gay or straight before we're being served, mm-hmm. then in order to discriminate, we're going to have to know to discriminate based on someone's appearance. Wait, you, so, so when, you wait, when you walk into a store, you don't do what I do? Because I, no, I walked I into a... I, I guess I don't. What do you do, I walked Pat? into La Madeline this morning and to have a little breakfast, and I said, I am Pat, son of <laughs> Joseph from Helena. <laughs> And I am heterosexual, married to a woman. You don't do that? No. Am I, I don't is it just that. me? In all my years of standing in line, waiting at restaurants, <laughs> I have never heard anyone identify what their sexual preference is. You, you should move so to Texas. That happens here all, all the time. We have to judge yep. people by their appearance. Mm-hmm. So my question to the left is, tell me what gays look like. Well, I, I like that idea. The, I yeah. think the concept here, though, is a great point, that it's, it's only when they're, the person who's the customer is identifying specifically that they have this ceremony going on. It's really the only yeah, that's time the only, apply. Really, but that is. When you have a wedding and you're coming in for a cake and you say, hey, my partner and I mm-hmm. are Right, yeah, and married. we all know that. But, you know, when you have, you know, the NCAA and all these other stores and, you know, Angie's List saying... I mean, they're not having mm-hmm. fits about wedding cakes. They're mm-hmm. having fits about there's going to be this horrible mass discrimination. Right. And if, if, if we can't tell what someone is by looking at them, you couldn't possibly discriminate. <laughs> That's a great point. The only point. way yeah. would be in those in- individual instances, which a, probably because uh, businesses want point. to make money is probably not all that common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, uh, this is a great point because you're right. If someone specifically, because they're saying it's going to go beyond the gay wedding example. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, 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 yeah, no, hold on no one second. I care about a few wedding cakes. I mean, right. they're really mm-hmm. freaking so out. Hotels, <laughs> restaurants. I mean, you should hear the stuff I'm hearing. Uh-huh. Well, then that means we have to know what you look like. Yes. What do uh, gays look like? Come mm-hmm. on, love, tell us. Yeah, okay. Thanks <laughs> for the call, Sue. I appreciate it. I mean, and, and Sue okay. brings up. <laughs> It's a great point. Great point. It is. Which is, look, it, everyone's focused on this gay wedding thing, which is obvious if someone specifically identifies themselves. However, the idea is that discrimination will occur much more frequently because people will recognize that others are gay and discriminate mm-hmm. against them, indicating there is a way to do that, which I would assume because the left again, would oppose. Because homosexuals, I guess, do what I do all the time. Hello! <laughs> I am Blaine! Of Indianapolis, son of Stephen and Bill, and I am homosexual. My partner and I would like a croissant. Mm-hmm. And then they walk into the place, and then you say, <laughs> "No, I, you, you just announced that you're yeah. homosexual. I'm not giving you any." Yeah, no. I mean, get I'm, your butt, get <laughs> out of here now. Obviously, people don't do that. I mean, you know, when I go to McDonald's, but I but see, I, in that case, the guy also announced that he was from gay parents. Right, okay, yeah. That's so true. that's double discrimination yes. right there, and that place should be shut down, the owner's imprisoned, and then executed. The typical way people handle this is you go, you go to McDonald's, but when I go to McDonald's, I say, can I get a number four street? That's, <laughs> you just kind of, you don't need to say this big proclamation. You say, I'd like a number four supersized street. 
You know what I mean? You just you right. just identify it as part of the meal order. And if then then if you're gay, you say queer or whatever. Oh, queer yeah. eye as a of mm-hmm. the of the yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I don't know yeah. what the... Well, right. So, yeah, that's what you do. You pick I one of those words. straight guy, isn't it? The queer eye for the straight guy. So right. then that might be a mixed message. Yeah, so you don't want to use You that. don't want to send that to Just say, uh, number five, gay. Yeah, get a, fi- a number of five or gay. <laughs> and then uh, they'll, they'll know to alter your meal based on your sexual preference. Uh, that's the way the world should work. So and I think we can all come together on that. It is so unbelievably stupid. Uh, speaking of unbelievably stupid, Josh Ernest is talking again. Uh, we advised him not to do this, but he keeps talking, uh, and he gets Why? dumber and dumber by the moment. Why does he do this? I don't, I don't know. So we're up to dumber, dumb and dumber five. Yeah, now? something With, like. Well, five hundred and fifty-five mm. for Josh. Yeah, he's really an idiot. And here's he, here he is talking about Obama's opinion on the law that, uh, by the way, stands federally, and Obama has not for a second tried to repeal. I, I do think that uh, in the mind of the president, the. Uh, the thought that we would have state legislatures in the 21st century in the United States of America mm-hmm. passing laws that would uh, use religion to try to justify discriminating against people because of who they love is He's unthinkable. Awful. The thought uh, is unthinkable. That's why well, I think it's that not you've seen an outcry. <laughs> Am I right? If the thought is unthinkable, it is not a thought. It's not a thought. A thought. Uh, that's, you can't um, think it, so yeah. it's not a thought. He's not, he's not a, the bulb is not shining too bright. He's not a thinker, no, is he? He's no, not, no. he needs us. Uh, yeah, he does. Um, uh, the, the, I, the idea that this would be passed, in, uh, maybe he uses this specifically in the 21st century, the thought that uh, this could happen. Well, because your, your president is, is looking over a country that has this law federally. It was just passed in the 20th century instead of the 21st century, so this, that is a line. It's okay to pass it then. We're not going to do mm. anything to repeal it. In fact, we're going to go this entire entire administration without talking about it until last week but we are on your side and we're still not going to do anything about the federal law but we are on your side and we're not going to bash any of the other 20 states that have this law no nope. we're just going to focus on persecuting indiana and now arkansas, arkansas as if well. that's necessary as well because these are new it's just opportunism that's all it is and in a way to uh, continue to persecute Christians because that's what they're doing. Yeah. This law is trying to stop that, and they can't have that because their plan is to continue to persecute Christians and make them do whatever they want because this has gone, as John Stossel said on O'Reilly last night, this has gone from tolerance to totalitarianism. What they claimed they wanted, what the gay movement claimed in the first place was, hey, we're looking for tolerance here. Well, you got that a long time ago. You got tolerance a long time ago. Now what they want is that you can't believe the things you believe anymore. You can't think the things you want to think anymore. They're unthinkable, so stop thinking them. Um, Apparently Obama can think unthinkable things, but we can't. And so they just want to change our religion. They want to change our beliefs. We're supposed to unbelieve what we currently believe. And nothing else is acceptable. And you dare not speak it or you will be crushed. Yeah. It's uh, just where we are. I mean, remember, this is still a, st- a country in which half the nation has gay marriage illegal. Yeah. This is not a country that is like, oh, well, 95% of people believe one way and we're, we're trampling the minority. Right. This is a situation where half the st- There are, what, 20 states in their state constitutions that say it is illegal. 
And yet we're sitting here acting as if, uh, you know, this is the, mo the craziest opinion of all time. Look, it, the, Amazing. we've come, this is, and this is what I was, the point I was making yesterday on um, uh, how ridiculous it is to think there's going to be discrimination on this. This is a law. This is what, put this in the terms the media can understand for a second. You want us to believe that a law that has gone without incident for over 20 years in mostly evil conservative hick flyover states through a period where almost everyone in America was against gay marriage. You want us to believe It was 90-10, right? It, well, I think when I look back at it in the 90s, it was 27% uh, support for okay. gay marriage. Um, now, you want, to believe, want us to believe that that country... That, that law that went through all that time, with all those qualifications, in a time period where everyone opposed gay marriage, will now become a problem today in a state that voted for Barack Obama in 2008 in a country that has moved over 35 points in the direction of gay marriage. I mean, that is one of the most idiotic arguments of all time. And they keep falling back on, well, well this is, they're different laws. They're different laws. They're not different laws. The only thing it did is bring in co uh, companies instead of just making it individuals. And you say, well, that's a big deal, isn't it? No, because they, Hobby Lobby just showed that the standard applies to both. So if, if it, the, the states that, are, uh, that have the old law are out of date to the law, to the way the Supreme Court ruled, if those laws were challenged and went to the Supreme Court, the, they would all have to be changed because of the Hobby Lobby ruling anyway. So it's, it's a ridiculous argument. They know it's not true. You know, you keep saying it, and I guess people start believing it. However, the American people have said, this is a great poll. I don't know if we have this in, uh, in, in the rundown today, but let me give it to you anyway. This is from the uh, Associated Press. Uh, they asked a, a, a completely irrelevant question to try to get a good answer for themselves. Okay, Listen to the way this is worded. In states where same-sex couples can be married legally, okay, so not the whole country, but just states and where they can be married legally. How many legally, is that now? Is it 20, 20, 23, something like that? Is it like that? that many? Yeah. What's it, can you get the number of states? Jeffy, look is this it up. Is really that many? Well, it's a lot of it's been courts. You know, some of them Ooh. have been uh, through the legislature, but oh, almost all, a, in fact, right? Almost all have, none of them, are any of them the vote of the people? I, I think, yeah, I think there have been a few, um, but uh, not, the, most of them have been court decisions. In states where same-sex couples can be married legally. So all, already you're looking to essentially blue states, mainly, right? Like you're going to states that are Vermont. more liberal. So you're looking for... Uh, an, a, an answer to the liberal side of this, right? Mm -hmm. Then they add another qualifier. Do you think wedding-related businesses with religious objections should be allowed to refuse service to same-sex couples? So not do they have to uh, re refuse same-sex couples um, uh, just on the wedding reception, but should they just re flat-out refuse service to same-sex couples? Again, another effort to get a better answer. Than, uh, than is actually accurate. The, the, and it, what did it wind up being? 57% said, yeah, they should be able to refuse service. Only 39% said, no. Think about the way you've seen this in the media. 57%, even with those ridiculous qualifiers, which do not capture the actual story, 57% still say, yeah, you know, I mean, they should be able to do what they want with their time. Are they indentured servants? Do they have to freaking go and do every action you tell them they have to do? Yes. They should be able to do their yes, jobs yes. and do, spend their time the way they want to spend their time. No, because it's totalitarianism now. Um, here's John Stossel making that point really well, I think, on O'Reilly last night. But I think this movement has moved from 
tolerance to totalitarianism. It's the totalitarianism of the left. I have no, you are absolutely right on that. No baker should get to stop two people from getting married to anybody they want. That, they can't stop it. A baker but can't stop it. But they shouldn't be forced to bake the cake. I agree with you. And I disagree with you and Marco Rubio. This is not about religious rights. It's about individual freedom and the way to fight bigotry. Mm -hmm. A bigot ought to be allowed to be a bigot. And the way to fight <laughs> it is to not patronize that store. Yeah. I won't go to the That's baker. The marketplace can dictate. If you want to be a bigot, you have a right, you have to, be a right a bigot, to be a bigot. But you don't have a right to hurt someone in right. the process. But or not bully selling them, them a cake isn't the same thing. Not the same thing. But there has to be legal protections for homosexuals in this country. There has to be. We have those. And I agree. All right. Yeah, everyone gets the same rights. It's not legal protections for homosexuals. It's legal no, protections for people. For everybody, for people, yeah. I mean, you and have... we have that. And like, yeah. like Stossel said, we have that. We don't need new laws on this. We don't need laws on top of laws on top of laws. And that is, by the way, what the Religious Freedom Restoration Act is in the, in the first place. You want to make an argument against it. It is a law it. on top of a law. That's the true. The First Amendment covers covers this. It. it has nothing. You don't need another law. But the reason but they're the, not doing it is because we're yeah. not following the Constitution. Right, so exactly. they're saying, okay, well, then let's do a law. Yeah, let's make a specific law to this oh, purpose so it can't be crazy. misinterpreted. It's really frustrating. Uh, we have a lot more. There's a lot more in this, a including lot. Ed Schultz. Uh, being, you know, as buffoonish as he is. Uh, coming up in just a minute, uh, you need to see that one. Uh, first of all, uh, let's tell you about my Patriot Supply. Uh, you know, they, uh, we've talked to you about them for a long time, and you see the way, I mean, like, this is a perfect week for this, because you see the way the country's going. Pat, Pat and I were saying in the, in the break, it just feels like this is just, I mean, not the political argument is lost. It just feels like the, the country's turned its brain off. And when your country turns its brain off, what kind of future do you have? Uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen, whether it's a natural disaster or, you know, the whole world going insane. Seems like something you should protect yourself against. And my Patriot yeah. Supply does a great job doing this. I mean, it could be just a natural disaster. It could be a snowstorm. It could be whatever. This morning I'm sitting here at, I don't know, 5 o'clock or something, and, and this, I feel this roll through the building. It's shaking and rumbling, and then the, I got this roar, and I felt the thing start from over here where the whole building was shaking, and it rolled all the way through. The, we had another earthquake. Oh, really? So maybe it's just an earthquake. Maybe, you know, just. Mm. I mean, j they can be quite serious. This was only a 2.7, but it could be something natural. It could be a disaster like that. It could be a snowstorm. It could be a hurricane. The point is, get prepared. And right now, you can get prepared for the three days it takes for help to get you, uh, to get to you. And that's what a 72-hour emergency food supply does. And you, right now, for My Patriot Supply, you can get that for only 10 bucks. It's an unbelievable deal. Available for only a short time. You've got to call them at 800-274-3040 right now. My Patriot Supply will only have this for a short time, and you have to call. In the next 12 hours, also add free shipping as well. Get your 72-hour wow. kit for only 10 bucks, including shipping. 800-274-3040. That's 800-274-3040. Call now. My Patriot Supply is not just food. It's freedom. I do this. What do we have to say? I mean...
727 back is the phone number. Let me give you a clip from Dana's show last night. She talked to Crystal O'Connor, who's a co-owner of Memories Pizza in Indiana. You know this story from the radio show today. In a minute, we'll give you an update on the GoFundMe page. How much money have you come to the table with to help support this business that's been targeted by people who are idiots and are not listening uh, to what's actually happening or what these people even said? Uh, there's a great, um, if you can look to, as we're watching this clip, um, there's a great tweet out there. I think I retweeted it which has uh, highlights of BuzzFeed's coverage of this. If you can look for that, and we'll show that on the other side, too, it's amazing the way the, uh, the, the media, there's a Freudian slip, the media is, uh, is covering this. But here's a clip from Dana's show last night with the co-owner of Memories Pizza. What do some of these customers, you know, these people who have visited you and have ordered pizzas from you for, you know, who knows how long, how did they react to what they saw in the media about what was said about you and, and about your family and, and your business? Um, well, I haven't, I haven't really talked to a lot of, you know, the customers that have come in, um, a couple of them, and they, the ones that I've talked to have been supportive of us. Mm. Now, I know that you and I talked a little bit earlier, uh, and you had said that the media is basically sitting outside of the out of the business. Have you have you been able to open your doors, reopen again? You had said that you may it may not happen. No, we have not opened doors. How long do you how long do you think that you want? Will will you reopen them? How long do you think it'll take for for you to get to that point? I don't know if we will reopen or if we can. That's if it's safe that's to reopen. I, that's because of this, because of the reaction of this report. Right. You had said before as well that you, you, I mean, your family is considering leaving, like leaving town, leaving Indiana. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because of all of this. Does it, how, what does it feel like? What is the, what is your, what does the community feel like right now? I mean, do you have to stay, I mean, are you, are you basically just hold up kind of inside of your house? So, uh, to yeah, avoid some of this? basically. <laughs> Yep, staying in the house. And I'm sure that you were aware of the the, the high school coach that was from uh, Concord High School. They had yep. tweeted, she tweeted a little earlier saying, was trying to get people to go and burn your business down. Were you aware of that? Yes. Yep. How do you, I mean, I how does that, how do you feel when you see stuff like this? I mean, you go from having just a small family business in a small town, and now you got people threatening to burn your business down. And you said that there have been other threats. Um, we're very hurt and confused and, um, we stood up for what we believed and it was, um, it, the news just took it totally out of comport, uh, proportion. Um, they lied about it. I mean, we said that we would serve anyone that walked in that door, even, even gays and, but if we would not condone a wedding, we right. would not cater to that. Right. Because you, that's against our religious beliefs. You spoke up for your Christian faith. How has this affected uh, the family financially as well? Because I can imagine, you know, this is your livelihood. This is how your family lives. How is that affect? How is that affected? Or how do you, how do you uh, predict that it's going to affect your family? Um, well, we've had a lot of family issues going on and. Um, I just got an apartment, and this was my income to keep that apartment going. 
Um, I've lost another. I am suspended on another job that I have until this is cleared up. So I have absolutely no income coming in at all. And are you worried that people will see this or someone will see this simply because you stood up for your faith and maybe maybe they won't hire you now because of the reaction and everything that's been said about your family in this business? I, I have no idea, honestly. This is, it's, I, I, I mean, it's 2015, and I can't believe that, as I'm sure Crystal, uh, you can't, we're talking with Crystal O'Connor, who's, uh, she and her family own uh, Memories Pizza in Indiana, uh, that, that we would be dealing with such persecution like this, uh, just because someone says that they, they, they want to stand up for a tenant of, of their faith. It's, it's awful to see. Well, Crystal, one of the things that we, that we wanted to do, because we know how uh, a lot of this backlash is, and we know how... Um, zealous some people are in terms of depriving someone of their livelihood or ruining their lives simply because they don't they cannot tolerate their Christian faith. We set up a GoFundMe account and folks can go to GoFundMe.com slash Memories Pizza and they can make a donation because nobody should ever have to suffer or suffer alone uh, for their faith, for standing up for Christian principles. So we hope people can check that out. And um, we wanted to make you aware of that as well, Crystal. God bless you. God bless you for being fearless and for standing up for your faith. Uh, and as Christ said, you know, if they persecute you, remember they came for me first. So you did nothing wrong here. You did nothing wrong. Wow. That what did you hear the hate spilling out of Dana there? That really? That, that, <laughs> could, that could go on the air live. Woo! Woo! We should have cut that part out. Woo! Woo! She woo. said God. She said God three times and Christ once. Oh my <laughs> golly! <laughs> <laughs> so true. I what a great thing it, it, the GoFundMe idea because nobody should have to suffer through this. Why? Why? Because of your Christian faith, and and you actually say something to a television television reporter who asks you a question, and then you're driven out of business, you're threatened with your life. Somebody's going to come and you randomly. Yeah, oh, bull crap! Shut up! They picked <laughs> so bad. Come on! And and then you got the tweet from the teacher who says, Is he, "Who's going to join me in burning down the place?" Of course, fortunately, that guy. Was either suspended or fired, one of the two? I, the original oh, story I saw was fired, but I heard wow. this morning that it was suspended. So Suspended. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's uh, the update on the uh, GoFundMe page, and it's pretty impressive. Uh, so far, $138,000. that's nice. Now, I think it was that's at nice. like sixty coming into the day. Yeah. So, we, you know, the audience has made yeah. a real difference Whew. here. Thank you. Uh, and, again, I, we tried to – I kind of was like fascinated. Jeffy was making fun of me all day because I was fascinated in trying to figure out what a local pizza shop makes <laughs> in a profit. And, I, you know, it seems like it's like maybe 10 Probably. grand a month. You know, a good quality local pizza place might make 10 grand a month. This mm -hmm. is a year profit for them uh, already. And, That's you know, awesome. this is great. You know, like even if they do, even if they do have issues that I, the, the, the um, next few days or even a couple of weeks, uh, at least they're, you know, they've locked in profit for yeah. some time. This still lose that survive. momentum, though. I mean, I, I got it. I mean, that's great, obviously, of course. But you still lose that being open for business. What are the... Well, yeah, all, no, you're right, because you if you want pizza... Yeah, yeah. Look, and, and we, we know how you would... I mean, you probably would have 
threatened to burn down several pizza places if they didn't give you pizza on a particular day. And personally, I'd like to know why we don't have pizza right now. Was it a surprise that we were doing a story on pizza today? That I think is not. a great point. I think not. A and I believe point. that we addressed this last week. You know what? No one, let's set up a GoFundMe page because no one should have to go without pizza for, for a day, for a whole <laughs> show. We, a no GoFundMe one. page okay. for us having pizza. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting uh, idea, and I like it. Uh, this, is, this is one of the things. I tweeted this out from at World of Stew. This is, uh, I re it was a retweet from somebody else, but they caught this coverage, and what a great job it is. Look at the BuzzFeed uh, URL, which gives you the headline. Indiana pizzeria owners say they deny LGBT people's service. And then look at the article with the other arrow. They would not deny service to same-sex couples. That's just pathetic. I mean, that the, is, the coverage oh that is, is horrific. Oh, so bad. So and bad. Yeah, it, it never ends. It never freaking ends. Is Dana in here now? Oh, Dana yeah. Is, Dana is. Dana is in the building. Oh, wow. I'm sorry I'm not TV ready. No, that's right. Thank no, you, you so much. I got for water on. on my shirt. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm just the big redneck of, of the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. <laughs> so you put this on, uh, this the, the GoFundMe page, uh, which... Yeah, um, the staff did. We, we were sitting... I mean, this is, how, this is how it happened. We were all talking about this, and we were sitting in makeup, me with all the boys, because we were getting... Mm -hmm. We were having a girls' night. Mm -hmm. We were sitting in makeup, getting ready for the show. And um, George, who is the producer for my show, who's somewhere in the shadows... Like mm -hmm. a vampire. Yeah, he used to ruin this show. The, the audience knows him. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So George, everybody knows George. So he um, was like, why don't we do a GoFundMe? And we were sitting there looking at each other, and we're like, okay, let's do that. So Lauren set it up, and we were all, like, uh, batting about the wording that we would put up there. Because this, I mean, this is their livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. And they view their work as their ministry as well. And mm -hmm. the question, mm -hmm. and I get so aggravated because it's constantly framed as a social issue. It is not a social issue. This is a rights issue. Yeah. People are actively mm -hmm. protesting. Or, or, or advocating that the government determine the sincerity of someone's faith. They want the government to determine where someone can practice their mm -hmm. faith, when mm -hmm. someone can practice their faith. Mm -hmm. Now, I, as a conservative, dislike mandates. And as a Christian, I dislike petitioning a godless government to tell me how to be a Christian because this is the same government that thinks infanticide is okay. Mm -hmm. This is the same yeah. government that has, you know, kid touchers and it's uh, working in the administration. That one guy with the, uh, who was it, with the energy department that ended up getting booted because he had child porn on his computer. Right. So Jeez. I kind of have a problem with a godless government telling me how to be a Christian, and this is this is what this is about. It's a rights issue. Yeah. yeah. I get really mad about it. Yeah, no. Yeah, you, but I'm in a great was... mood. I went and rage spiraled at the gym, and I did deadlifts and squats, so I'm, like, totally fine. <laughs> yeah, we were just doing that, too. Yeah, yeah that's what we do. When we did squats right before the show. Well, we, we were going to do that. Uh, I'm going to do it after TV because I wanted to be TV yeah. ready. Right, right, well, right. And, and when we get stressed out, we work out, as you can tell. We do. Because you guys are swole. Right yeah, exactly. That's what it is. And your wife works yeah. out too. Your wife is swole. Yeah, no, she yeah, does. She, does. Uh, she mm -hmm. works. I figure if she works out enough for the whole family. You know, that's kind of my, my, my Well, she works out so hard, it actually builds your body up. Yeah, it does. It right? Does. I can tell. I can uh, tell. Did you notice what the uh, GoFundMe is up to now that's that we talked about it this morning? $139,000. We figured last great? night um, when all of this happened while we were live on air, they did the math in the studio, and they figured it was $350 a minute that people were donating, uh -huh. which that's yeah, that's – that's support. Awesome. That's that's, that's that's how you do it. Yeah. And we're turning all of the uh, hate that we've gotten from this into something positive because yep. you would not. I'm sure you can imagine the responses that we got. We've had a lot of white progressives trying to white explain to Lawrence what it is to be a black man oh, and really? telling him that he needs to rent Selma 
because apparently he doesn't get what that's all about. Because, you know, right, having a right to pizza is oh, just man. like Selma. Just um, like it. I was called to see you next Tuesday no less than 12 times in a span of about two hours. It's amazing. Oh. They don't have any other adjectives. So I might start a separate GoFundMe account just to teach them better insults. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you go into it all with, uh, with them, the mm. ridiculous idea that this reporter randomly found this pizza place? Yeah, Alyssa Marino. Yeah. That's, I mean, to go as far from South Bend, Indiana as she did and to randomly troll a small town and mm -hmm. walk into a small business and say, so what do you guys think about this law? I'm going to ask you a hypothetical question. Right, and I've heard the question that does not exist. People don't cater right. pizzas to, re to weddings. Look, That's not I, I, have gay, I have gay men in my family. Mm -hmm. And for eight years, we've lived next door to a very nice gay couple, gay men. And I know for a fact that there is no gay couple that is going to have pizza <laughs> served at their wedding. That to me is really offensive. That. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot of straight. You know, and my family's from the Ozarks. We would not cater yeah, a wedding not, reception with no pizza. No one does. It's not what you do. It's like such a ridiculous thing, and they obviously knew. That's what they should have said, yeah, really, look, in response to that. But yeah. I mean, they didn't know. No. I mean, they're from a small town. She's 21 years old. Crystal O'Connor, who was yeah. the one that the reporter am, like basically ambushed. They they didn't know. They were just well, you know. I mean, we we're proud to serve them, but for this particular ceremony, and that woman, that reporter Alyssa Marina, who we invited to come on the show, and we've yet to hear back from her, mm -hmm. and we're not going to huh. go away. Uh, we have. Uh, she just like went to them to set a narrative. They had a narrative mm. where they wanted to say, look at all these businesses. No doubt and I think it. that they specifically targeted them because they stereotyped them as being Christian. Yeah. Well, she said it was festooned with religious, with Christian religi religious symbols. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked to the, uh, the father of mm. Crystal today, and he said that they've adorned the piano with Easter decorations. <laughs> that's it. That's you can drive by that yeah. place and see the hate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, that's the cross and Easter bunnies and eggs. It's yeah. like, I feel triggered right now. It triggers me. Um, well, I will say this audience is very good at uh, asking people to friendly come, uh, to friendly, in a friendly manner, right. to come on this program like we did with, uh, what's his face, Chris Cuomo yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, like how you say in a friendly manner. Yeah, in a, friend, in a friendly manner. So if you'd like, we can uh, ask them to tweet uh, your friend, Alyssa. Yeah. What is it, Alyssa? Marina. Marino. I think I have her her Twitter handle up somewhere on my Twitter timeline. Okay, it's go like to Dana's Twitter. one of the Twitter. most recent ones. Yeah, uh, uh, go to Dana's Twitter and you can find uh, Alyssa's uh, information. And you can yeah. Twitter just to let her know that this is available to her. She can explain how this miraculous thing, she ran into a random pizza place just to ask a basic question about wedding catering yeah. and came out with the answer I, You know, wanted. I should go to a gas station and ask if they would cater a gay wedding with fudge rounds. Right, <laughs> I want to know. Because they have the big ones that you can get for like 45 cents. That's yeah. like way better deal than going uh, but like go to a because that makes sense right right oh it totally all right it does. makes sense but the, the the audience i have to say really quick the 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 people who watch this network and the people who all you know interact with us on social media mm -hmm. i i've done fundraising i've done online fundraising i've done netroot stuff for i don't even know how long and i have never ever seen anything like this. Yes, I have never seen that much race. And I think that goes to show that people have had enough and they're yeah. willing to stand in the gap mm -hmm. with these people. You don't leave a soldier on the battlefield, especially when they're standing up for their faith. And, and you don't stand alone in the culture war. And that's exactly what this is, the culture war. So wherever that fight is, that's where we'll be. Well, it's gone up over almost $4,000 while we've been talking about it. That's, that's amazing. And you guys out there incredible. are just amazing. I'm totally high-fiving yeah. you and you're on my Christmas card A-list. Okay. <laughs> and you'll have the owners back on today? Yeah, they're the going to be on today. Okay, yeah. awesome. Very cool. All right, Daniel Thank Ash uh, on tonight. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. All right, more uh, in just a second. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the number. Unbelievable. One forty two. Nice. That's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of pizza.
I am Pat of Helena, son of Joseph, and I am straight. This is Steve, son of Steve, from Connecticut somewhere, New York, or uh, I don't know. Born in New York, yeah. And he is questioning. He is Jeffy. Wait. Son of Hank. <laughs> son of Hank? Okay, Jeffy of... Saginaw. Saginaw. Son of S Hank. And you are mixed? Depends on whether open. I'm in prison or not. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good answer. It is, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ed Schultz uh, never has a good answer, as you may know, and, but yet still has a television show. Uh, there have been, they've been multiple, multiple reports that he's losing this television show, or it's going to be promoted to weekends yet again. However, it hasn't happened yet, though MSNBC just had a new, yet another new ratings low. So oh, congratulations really? to MSNBC. That's, they really uh, way to go, guys. Tough to do. When, tough to do. Just when they thought it, it, they couldn't go any lower, they did. <laughs> Amazingly, the only, the only show that MSNBC is beating on any other network is the show hosted by Chris Cuomo. <laughs> I love that. Is that true? <laughs> is that true? It is. That is fantastic. Hey, Chris, give us a good... Man, you could do nothing but help yourself by calling us. Oh, my gosh. You couldn't hurt yourself right? because you're in last place. Yeah, so... Uh, so couldn't possibly hurt yourself. Just trying uh, to say, call, <laughs> give us a call. Come uh, on and defend yourself. Here's more on uh, Ed Schultz talking about this and getting a little pissed off about the Indiana law. Hmm. Douche Hall of Fame. We are down to the fundamentals. If a gay couple walks into a restaurant and I own it, you're telling me in Indiana, if I own that restaurant, I can tell them to get the hell out of here, and you don't think that's discrimination? That's the position of the right wing, correct? That's the position of the right wing. I don't know anyone in this debate <laughs> that is saying, oh, please point to names of people who are saying that restaurant owners should be kicking gays and lesbians out of their restaurants. Uh, you're demagoguing. Well, that was the you question that was put to your governor, and he couldn't answer and it. No, no, that, that was the, the that was the very question that was put to your governor, and he did not answer it. Well, Professor Castle, not my governor, not my governor. And wait, 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 wait. Okay. you just kept slandering the governor. The question that George Stephanopoulos put to the governor was Mr. much Anderson, more precisely questioned hold than yours. On a minute. It involved no, a no. wedding it, it, cake. It I'm not going to let you filibuster. We're going to have a conversation on this. You're not going to filibuster the governor. You called him a homophobe. I think that's really. Cut his mic off. I, I, I'm not going to. I gave him a chance to. We'll bring him back if he wants to be courteous. You no, know, you'll bring him back. You won't bring him back because you're a buffoon who can't answer what he's saying. God, and he's, he's destroying dumb. you. I mean, it's, oh, it's my gosh. Sad. He actually had facts to back up what he was, was saying. Great. And Ed had no, 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 I'm pretty sure that my producer said that. Wait, I don't think that that's. I don't. You're destroying my belief structure right now. Cut, cut off his mic. <laughs> cut off his mic. I don't know what to say to this guy. There are times where you you look at the left and you say, "Wow, they're wrong," or "What a dumb argument." With Ed Schultz, it's like you can't believe they allow him to represent them. Yeah, he's so stupid. The point he leads that w leads uh, the conversation with is is not right. it's not even part of the debate. There's no one on either side of the aisle saying that people who are gay who come into a restaurant should be thrown out because they're gay. There's that's literally not even part of the debate. It's not it's not codified in this law <laughs> and could not be codified in this law. Hey, let's hear that part again. Can we listen just to the the, just the beginning? Because that's amazing. 
We are down to the fundamentals. If a gay couple walks into a restaurant and I own it, you're telling me in Indiana, if I own that restaurant, I can tell them to get the hell out of here, and you don't think that's <laughs> no. discrimination? No, that's the position of the right wing, correct? Stop. Uh, no, that's the position. He's telling him what his position yeah. is, correct? And this is the, no. this is the point, and why? Buffoon? I, I mean, I know I'm calling him names here and calling him stupid, but I think it's a really good description here. He doesn't even understand oh. what the point is. Right. He doesn't even understand the debate. He doesn't understand the. I mean, man, he's oh, man. acting as if he expects this person to agree to that, which indicates he has no idea what he's talking about at all. You're you're saying if you go into a store and you're homosexual and. And you buy vegetables, they're going to take those away from you and not let you buy. You're saying that you're going to starve gay couples to death? Is Correct. that what you're saying? You're saying that, that all gay people should be starved to, to death? No, Ed. Where did you... Well, I'm cut off his mic! Cut off his mic! <laughs> <laughs> what is it that? It was basically that bad. It was. Basically it really that was. bad. Oh, man. Um, MSNBC also had uh, some hmm. uh, person on from Newsweek joking about Republicans who defended Pence on, on the Indiana RFRA. Well, what I find astonishing about it is the way that the <laughs> presidential <laughs> candidates jumped onto the Pence side immediately. Uh, Jindal, Carson, Cruz, and Bush, the front runner. And it was like Bush is not a premature intolerance <laughs> ejaculation. And, oh you know, there gosh. are pills for that at, at Walmart. <laughs> and you can get them over the counter. And you don't have to have a prescription, which, as you know, the RFRA law and the Hobby Lobby bringing that to the, to the Supreme Court all had to do with women's right to get uh, birth control uh, pills uh, from places like Walmart. So what's really interesting about this, besides this, no, this jumping on prematurely, no, which is so embarrassing for these candidates, is the whole issue of, of this having been about women's rights and forced pregnancy and how what the forced way it's going pregnancy. to be These are awesome terms she's using. through oh the gay rights issue. <laughs> Wait, right? you and talk about embarrassing. That's kind of a big deal. Forced pregnancy would indicate rape, but that's not what she's talking about. She's saying that if someone has consensual sex and gets pregnant, <clears throat> that's a forced pregnancy if she's not allowed to abort it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow, awesome. And by the way, uh, the Ooh. Hobby Lobby... Uh, that's not what the Hobby Lobby thing was about at all. Again, it was only, it only affected companies that were tightly held by families. It didn't. It wouldn't affect Walmart. And by the way, you can walk into Walmart for four dollars and get that prescription. Yeah, that's too much. Four dollars. Too much. It should be. It should be free. It should be widely accessible. It should be delivered to every doorstep in America. Yeah, every doorstep. You know, in America that's the question: is free. if a pharmaceutical company does not set up shop inside your home to produce pills that you can just take as they come off the assembly line. Mm -hmm. are, they, are, are, they, are they against women? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, that. I think that's a good question. Yeah. Um, we should make sure we discuss that. that. That's, that's a good say dream, yes. though. Huh? That's a nice dream. Of pharmaceutical companies inside your home? Well, you have it's one kind of in your home. Oh, my gosh. Yours kind of it reminds me of a Breaking Bad episode. We should talk about it at some point. Yeah, Okay. We should. Okay. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone number. Back with more in a second. And by the way, yeah. uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, worst quarterly demo ratings uh, since the debut. Okay. The oh, good job, Lawrence. Look at some more on he had on last night. Yeah. Who wants to listen to that or watch it? No one. Oh, no. So, 
someone started a GoFundMe page for us to eat pizza. <laughs> for the pizza. That's very nice. And uh, and where are we now? Where are we on that? Big update. A big um, update on the on the pizza. Where's the pizza support RFRA Fat and Stew? Uh, Walkerton, Indiana. Zero dollars oh. of one thousand raised by zero people in seven minutes. <laughs> But you can donate now. This is just about to catch fire, though, I will say. <laughs> uh, you can I hope it stays I, I, at zero. I, I think I mean, that'd be funny. While I support people at mm-hmm. GoFundMe.com. What is it? GoFundMe.com? I don't know. Slash Fat and Stew. Fat and Stew. <laughs> I thought we had a constitutional amendment. Fat and Stew law. Yeah. Talk about food. That food is here. Oh, yeah, that's we did. right. That's true. I mean, but, I'm pretty you know, sure. This would help that occur, frankly. That's why this fund is so important. <laughs> Won't you please help? This is funny because this is obviously, this is actually a, an actual listener. We used to do stuff like this, uh, we, you know, in a fake way. Um, we oh, yeah. used to do a bit. Mm-hmm. We did a bit. Um, after we raised a bunch of money for some person in need, we said, wait, you know, on the air said, look, uh, this is obviously working for people in need. Why, I mean, people obviously, look, you're never going to, to be able to afford a Mercedes yourself. But if we all right. band together and give just a dollar, Glenn can afford a Mercedes. Yes. And right. so we did the uh, we'll raise money for Glenn's Mercedes fund on the air. Uh-huh. And it was Fantastic. just a stupid bit at the time, years and years and years and years ago. Well, once Glenn becomes mega famous and he's on Fox News Channel, all the liberal haters are searching through his history to try to find that thing that's going to finally take him down. Yeah, and they found that. And they found that and took joke. it seriously and so wrote stupid. articles about it, about how Glenn was trying to you know, rape his audience <laughs> to get a Mercedes. <laughs> Jeez. So stupid. By the way, donate to our pizza fund today. <laughs> for the cost, for just the cost of what it would cost for me to eat a humpback whale in butter sauce. <laughs> you could keep Pat and Stew at pizza every day of their lives for the rest. I mean, $1,000, Pat, would give us the pizza we need for three or four shows. So, I mean, think about how much yeah. pizza that is. Yes. I mean, if we stretch it out. Yeah, if, if we're, you know, we're under control. Do we have, can we refresh? Do we have a... Do we have a Let's go to the tote. Um, oh. Uh, zero dollars oh, no. raised okay. by zero people mm-hmm. in 12 minutes. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is kind of fun because Arkansas is doing, I guess, a similar thing to Indiana right now in a Re- Religious Freedom Act, the RFRA or RIFRA, as they're calling uh, As they're called by some. So the Arkansas governor, Asa Hutchinson, wants changes to the controversial religious freedom bill because he says his state wants to be a place of tolerance. We want to be a place of tolerance. That's why we want to change the bill before it's even before it's even been passed because I'm caving into the scary tactics of the left because he said it might not be tolerant. And there's Asa now. Thank you, Asa, for being, <laughs> being so tolerant. Thank you. Thank you, Asa. I'm so sick of this. Just, you know, throw out the bill then. Stop with your whining. I, I can't take the tolerant thing anymore because that's not what this is about. We've been a place of tolerance for a really long time. Yes. A really long time. And, and this is way beyond tolerance, what they're asking of us now. Now they're trying to, as John, as John Stossel said, now it's totalitarianism. You must... Uh, bake a cake for a gay wedding. You must cater pizza, even if you don't cater pizza, to a gay wedding. You must not only accept, tolerate, accept, now you must embrace. 
I mean, pretty soon we're going to be forced to actually be homosexuals. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's one of those things. It's like we're at that point where you're now, they just tell you what you need to do with your time. Like, yeah. look, I'm sorry, uh, you're going to need to make this cake in your, in your, in your time. That's, that's what you're going to do. You're not going to go to the, the park. You're going to stay late. You're going to make this cake because uh, you, you have need to, to make this cake. You have to. And again, I, you know, we go through this a hundred times, but it's like, why the hell would you want a cake from this place? I don't. I if don't they don't want to give you a cake, if they go to another place, it'll give you a cake. I'll bet you in, in virtually every region, you could find a place that's actually owned by gay people that make cakes, especially for or, gay weddings. Yeah, any, right? any, any mainstream baker, like we're going to talk about any chain grocery store, any place like that is a big bakery is going to have, you know, plenty of stuff for you. Beck, it is Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, let's go quickly to uh, and uh, pick up Chris Cuomo because he's been waiting now for about five minutes uh, <clears throat> over the break because we have invited him he on thought, the show to defend himself. He thought it was noon central. Right now, the show started. I think we've cleared that up, and Chris is ready to defend himself and and uh, talk about this religious freedom act. I, wow, huh? Thought for sure. I, I didn't check hmm. with the uh, you know the control room. I. I just assumed he was ready by now, but hmm. apparently not. Uh, is he tweeting? Is he out of his meetings? He's done with his show, right? We discovered yesterday, uh, through the miracle of the Internet, where his show is, what time it airs. <laughs> it it airs in the morning, surprisingly, we, for people uh, who don't. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because uh, I thought it was on in the afternoon. Jeff, you thought it was on at night? At night, because when night. you were saying what time of the show, and I looked down, I saw 6 to 9. I was like, oh, it's got to be at night. <laughs> and then no Stu knowledge. actually uh, took a moment to look it up and found out it was a morning show. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Triple eight seven two seven beck 888-727-BECK. Uh, MSNBC and uh, Melissa Harris-Perry a couple of weeks ago, I guessed... Uh, Dave Thurin of The Nation magazine stopped by to claim the NCAA, NCAA tournament. If, if, well, I'm going to let him, ex, I'm going to let him explain it to you because it's, uh, it's amazingly uh, unfair. And here's uh, here's the reasoning about it. More people interact with the NCAA tournament than even the Super Bowl. More money is bet on the NCAA tournament than the Super Bowl. And who are we really tuning in to watch? Who is wearing the corporate logos as they run up and down the court? Uh, it's nobody. the players. That's who we're watching. And yet they mm. do not get paid for it. And so we all become party to this kind of rank exploitation, Melissa. <laughs> we become collectively corrupted, as myself included, as mm -hmm. we watch this thing so assiduously. And I'll tell you what, what's so disturbing about it to me is that when you dispense with the niceties of it all, right. when we stop trying to speak in politically correct language, yeah, what we're ahead. looking at is the organized theft of black wealth. And if we want to talk <laughs> about it more broadly, the organized, organized theft, theft of, of youth wealth. Black wealth. I mean, it really is like, wealth. imagine if we're watching hmm. the facts of life and only Mrs. Garrett's getting paid. Oh, I mean, it's man, this is what we're analogy. looking at, and we're all a party to this. What do you think, and Melissa? I'll tell you, the thing that I find the most obnoxious, the thing yeah. I find most personally offensive, is when people <laughs> argue that players should 
not be paid because they already have too much of a sense of entitlement and they would be feel even more entitled if they were paid for their labors. You know who has a sense of entitlement in this scenario? The coaches have a sense of entitlement. The NCAA has a sense of entitlement. They think they're entitled to all the money. It's one of those awesome oh situations where the guy makes a point, like this is a big point, and I've never heard anyone no, argue ever, that ever in my life. Yeah, I've never heard that either. They're too entitled. They'll get more entitled. What? No, they're not too entitled. They're <laughs> just uh, athletes, and they get a scholarship. They enter an agreement willingly. And, uh, they, and Melissa, they, do you know what the worst part of this is? It's, it's that when people argue that uh, if you pay them, they'll think they'd be able to fly after that. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the thing I keep hearing is that if you pay these athletes, they'll believe they can fly. <laughs> Who's making that argument? It's, weird. Never, it's a weird. I've never heard it. Is that Patton Oswalt? Did they book Patton Oswalt as the guest <laughs> to this particular segment, which is a strange decision? First of all, they're running up and down the court in corporate logos. Whose? Are they? Uh, I, I don't think that in I mean, the NCAA Nike, you're allowed. Nike, you're Nike, not allowed. Nike. I mean, they might have the swoosh on the jersey, yeah. but you're not running up and down. It's not like it's. It, they that don't a, allow that in oh, the yeah. NCAA. I mean, I, maybe he's talking about Nike or something. I mean, I guess you, I don't know either. But uh, it's, it's whatever. It's, it's just a kind of a silly point, like but dumb. a funny, a funny piece of video worth holding. We've held it Very on fun. for a while, and it's a, yeah. it's, it's a worthwhile one. Just because it's so. It's um, so odd. And I like how he's like, it's the organized uh, theft of black wealth. And, and look, I'm guilty, too. I watch it all the time. But I, I just want to say this is the organized theft of wealth from, for black people and youth. And, you know, of course, I'm also guilty about it. It's like, all right, well, if you actually think this is a problem, then maybe you could be the one not watching. Like, I, I, I sit here all the time and, and, and whine about uh, things, and you still participate, but I don't accuse it of, uh, you know, I'll accuse it of stupidity. stupidity. I accuse the NFL, for example, of stupidity. I'm going to continue to watch it. Uh, but if I, if I thought they were had an organized theft of, uh, uh, you know, from if they were murdering children, I would no longer uh, probably watch. That does not seem like probably. You can't even make a like, definitive statement on no, that. I, <laughs> if, the Eagle, if the Eagles were bad, I, I, I would not watch. Okay, you know, if they All were, right. if, so they if were, the Eagles, if were, the Eagles were winning a were, Super Bowl, I'm going to still turn the thing in, no matter how many children they kill. But if right. they, if they, okay. you know. All right. <laughs> I think it's more likely that they will start outwardly killing children than the Eagles winning a Super that Bowl anyway. True. So, so I, you don't have to worry. I think worry I'm pretty about safe it. here. You don't have to worry no. about it. Uh, the other thing I, I really liked, I, I saw this, and people are wondering, is this too far? I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. You, you be the judge. This is a dad who is disciplining his son in what might turn out to be a very effective way because it involves a little bit of shame. It's kind of shaming him. Apparently, they've tried everything. The kid's out of control. And so uh, here's what What he, did he do here? What did he do to get this punishment? Did they explain it in the video? Yeah, they explain it in the video. Okay, You're going to hear it all. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened? what happened yesterday, man? I fought. You fought what? Two females. You fought two females. And are you a female? Okay. And are you supposed to be fighting females? No. And did I already tell you not to do that already? Okay. And then what happened after you fought these two females? House got robbed. Why'd your house get robbed? Did you break into your own house? Yes. And you weren't supposed to be there? Yes. Supposed to be at a friend's house? Yes. Okay, and then you let everybody know that your house was open and you've been having parties since Thursday night? There's your mom's mm-hmm. house? Okay, and y'all had blunts and jello shots and y'all in there drinking all kind of alcohol? Nice. And your mom's house is trash now, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got her house broken into, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he lays out the case against him. And here's the punishment.
shaving the kid's head right down the middle. Shaving it bald. Wow. We have the conclusion of this? I got to see the conclusion we do. of this. This uh, is pretty good. Yeah. Here's the conclusion of the punishment. <laughs> okay, and you get suspended from school, right? And you cussing out your principal and your vice principal and trying to fight him? Okay. Yeah. Do you listen to your mother when she tells you to do something? How about, do you listen to anybody? Mm. Huh? I can't hear you. White okay, material. so people have been spending years trying to talk to you and trying to show you another way to do stuff, and you haven't listened. So people try to discipline you every way that they know how. <laughs> you choose to just do whatever you want to anyway. That's a funny moment. It is. Watch this. Smile for the camera. Turn and look at the camera. <laughs> I don't understand what you're crying about. You, were, you, you literally were just on Facebook, and you love to attract attention. Oh, jeez. This'll get you some good attention. That's what you love to attract attention. This'll get you some good attention. And there it is. There you There's, go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I mean, oh, it's tough man. because the kid is obviously really... Oh, he's devastated. Devastated. But, uh, you know... Uh, but the, the dad lays out the fact that they've tried everything. Mm -hmm. They've got him counseling. They've tried other disciplinary tactics they've begged they've pleaded they've tried as hard as they can nothing has worked okay well you're a big facebook guy you love facebook you love attention uh you like to fight females even when i've told you time and time again boys don't hit girls let's try it this way let's see how you like this and he clearly doesn't mm, like this yeah. so when his hair grows back do you think he'd want this again i don't think so uh i don't know we'll see is that is that too much? Is, did he you go know, too far? I, what? It's hair, right? Yeah, yeah it it's hair. Back. I mean, it, look, he, he didn't beat the crap out of him. He was completely under control the whole time. He laid out the case in a in a really calm and legitimate way. Uh, talked yeah. about how he won't listen to anybody. I'll tell you, fighting, breaking and entering, smoking dope, drinking drinking alcohol out of jello shots. It might and, not be severe enough. It was a haircut. I'm good yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, remember too, Definitely. it's not just uh, you know all the the drugs and everything. It's, he's hitting girls. I mean, you freaking start hitting. Right. He's not, and he's right, not right. four. You know what I mean? He's yep. he's a, he's what fourteen? Yeah. I mean, you hit girls at fourteen. That, that's that's not good. The hell does that? Yeah. That's that's a sign of some real serious issues. And I don't know. Look, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of psychologists would say. Oh, this people is not are going to make it better. humiliation. You can't engage in humiliation of this young man. Well, uh, I don't know. I, uh, it's a haircut. Big it's deal. Yep. I mean, obviously, he's going to shave the rest of it off, right? I mean, he's going to wind up. Being, I would think so, you know, yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world. But still, I, I can see how people would. It's, it's hard to watch because you don't want to see, you know. Someone, you feel bad for the kid, you but you bad, don't know you, all the yeah. bad crap yeah, he's when doing. He, when he right. starts going down the list. And he admits it all, by the way. It's he not does. like he's saying, I didn't do that, I swear. He actually admits right. to it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Clearly so. been caught red-handed doing all that yeah. stuff. So. Now, Jeffy, when, what was this kid like at that party? <laughs> He's probably more tame than you listen, were. Right? I don't know where he got the money from, but I was happy to take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, all right. Uh, let's uh, yeah, let's do a little bit of this uh, California stuff here before we break because uh, it's pretty ridiculous. They are now saying um, uh, there's new drought restrictions in uh, in uh, California. They are now saying you have to watch uh, how much water you use. They are saying they are trying to cut water use by 25 percent in all cities and towns. Uh, and they're saying things like you're not going to be able to water your lawns, you're not being able to uh, take long showers. Uh, I mean, I guess, I don't know how they enforce that, but they're recommending strongly that you don't do those things. Uh, and uh, um, they're saying that places like golf courses, cemeteries have to basically really cut down on the amount of water they're using. And this has been a serious problem in California for a while. As you know, no uh, tie to global warming, as they keep uh, trying to say, is there's no trend in drought in the United States at all. Uh, it just happens to be hitting California really hard. Uh, and, you know, that sucks. It, it hit Texas pretty hard a couple of years ago. Uh, this stuff does happen. Drought's Supposedly not a new Supposedly we're still word. in a drought, even yeah. though it rains every day. I mean, yeah, it has been for raining for a while. Yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah. how much rain we've been getting. And they say we're still in a drought. So I, I don't even know what to believe anymore. I, I don't know. I maybe maybe we are, but again, there is no trend. Have you checked on that too? You've checked on the drought trend. Yeah, it's one of the charts that we used to have. I don't, I don't know. Do we still have that one, guys? The drought tra chart. Uh, again, anytime we do glo a global warming story, we should have those charts every single time because we're going to go to them over and over again because they keep claiming this and they don't have yeah uh, they, they have no evidence. First of all, they claimed they claimed the more frequent and intense hurricanes. Well, that's been blown out of the water and it's clear to see when you haven't been hit by any hurricanes of any size in the United States seven for years. seven years, yeah. mm -hmm. you can't make that claim anymore. So they've they've had to adjust and now they're blaming, you know, earthquakes even sometimes, and drought yeah. is the big one. It, the, and they'll say, well, you've got drought in places like uh, California and Texas, and then uh, you've got ex extreme rain in, uh, in other places in the country, and they'll never name them. But you've got extreme rain uh, uh, elsewhere, and then you've got drought in these other places and stuff. Well, okay, so then people don't, well, people, all people know is, yeah, I have heard there's uh, California drought. So they start yeah. buying into that one. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, understandable, but I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's obviously terrible uh, as far as media goes. Uh, there's a, a, a Roger Pilkey, who's uh, a guy who has done, I mean, he is, I guess, a denier, uh, but he's a guy who believes in man-made global warming, but because he doesn't believe in it enough or it's catastrophic enough, he's a denier. Um, uh, but he's uh, you know, a guy, he works at some university in Colorado, <laughs> I can't remember which one. Uh, but he pointed out this morning um, that uh, hurricanes are down 20%. 20% of hurricanes overall, not just the United States and hitting in landfall, because we always talk, obviously, we're worldwide. focused on ourselves, but yeah, this is worldwide. They're <clears throat> down 20%. This is in a, a complete uh, you know, debunking of things that Al Gore was saying in Inconvenient Truth. He said mm -hmm. more frequent, more strong. And we have a 20% reduction since he started blabbing about That's that. Amazing. It's That's amazing. It's an amazing stat. Where have you heard that? You, you just don't hear it. You don't. Mm -hmm. and, and the other thing is, um, a scienti scientists are saying that there's a new study now that's kind of a death blow to the global warming hysteria. It's a study by scientists in Germany at the Max Planck Institute for Meteorology found that man-made aerosols had a much smaller cooling effect on the atmosphere during the 20th century than was previously thought. This, is, this happens all the time. It happened. They think one thing, and then they find out later on, oh, okay, that, that's not true. Just like the ozone layer. You know, the, the ozone was the biggest catastrophe ever. Mm -hmm. And we were all going to be burned to a crisp because there was holes in the ozone, and it was irreparable. And, and then all of a sudden, 
they were repaired by the earth itself, and then there weren't holes in the ozone anymore. Well, they're finding out the same thing now with the aerosol deal. It means, so why is this a big deal? Because it means that increases in carbon dioxide emissions likely cause less warming than most climate models suggest. What do aerosols have to do with anything? Aerosols are created from human activities, like burning coal, driving cars, or starting fires. There are also natural aerosols, like clouds and fog. They tend to reflect solar energy back into space, giving them a cooling effect that somewhat offsets warming from increased CO2 emissions. So all of this, according to the scientists, uh, the aerosol radiative forcing is less negative and more certain than is commonly believed. Yeah, to give you kind of an example of what that means, they're saying before they used to believe all of our CO2 emissions would drive it, make it really, really warm, right? Mm -hmm. But the aerosols were there to cool it off. So it was, they would cool it off, and then there'd just be this little difference was all the warming that we saw. What they now believe, instead of, uh, instead of aerosols being way up here, they're way down here. Meaning instead of uh, the warming being way up here, it must be way down here. And that would basically debunk the entire uh, hysteria about global warming, if that were to hold. Of course, another place could come out and say they don't agree with it. Um, but, and, of course, they will because it would destroy their entire industry. Uh, but that is the current science from the Max Planck Institute, and it's a respected uh, center for science. And, you know, Phenomenal. To, to and nobody it, will talk about it, though. Oh, God, no. I mean, it's, uh, you know, even if you, you know, this is one of those things. They'll just sit here and just... You just go past that and look, wait for the next study. There'll be a study out in a couple of weeks that will say, well, uh, what we meant to say was it's actually worse. <laughs> and they'll just, just report on that one. And they'll say, oh, my God, it's worse than initially thought. You know, so, I mean, they that, will. Yeah, that is what happens. But there is good news. And I've got some really good news for you. For instance, this month, you can save $400 on your very own Harvest Ride freeze dryer. Yeah. All you have to do is call 800-401-9597. Learn more about this amazing freeze dryer that you can have in your home to freeze dry any meal or any food item you want. That's the beauty of it. You choose. You don't have to rely on somebody else to freeze dry your stuff for them. For you, you can do it yourself and save a whole bunch of money. Most importantly, we have uh, apparently on the way some new samples from Harvest Right. That is more important. Uh, and honestly, that's really yeah. what we think about. We were hoping to get some more ice cream. Oh, um, gosh. You may have noticed we went through about a year of samples in, in about a month. Uh, what? And, it was less than that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, maybe less than that. Point being uh, that we have new food coming to try, and we like that. And then we always joke because every time a new food product comes out, ham was the last one that Pat was eating. And we, <laughs> so he eats it, and we all say the same thing every time, which is, oh, my God, it tastes like ham. Ice. Yes. And it's like, well, it yes. is ham. That's the great thing about That's Harvest right. right. It's the real food with the real taste and the real <laughs> nutrients. It's freeze-dried. You put a little water on it, and it comes back the exact way it w was before you put it in there, and it'll save for 25 years. You want to talk about a great way uh, to, to do food preparation. I, I, I love both ways because when you, when you eat it when it's freeze-dried, it's ham. And yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, that tastes just like ham. Yeah. Because, well, it is. And then, and then you reconstitute it with a little bit of water, and then you go like, oh, my gosh, that tastes like ham. <laughs> We're real scientists here, as you can tell. <laughs> the number is, You'll uh, go through the same process, though, I promise. You will. HarvestRight.com is the address. 800-401-9597. You're going to save $400. 800-401-9597 or HarvestRight.com. Tastes like ham. That's just like... Pat, walk us through this segment.
I'd be happy to. Hmm. I'd be happy to, Stu. Uh, this is a uh, this is a real possibility uh, that exists in the United States of America that a socialist, an avowed socialist, could run for president, and he believes he can win. I do believe he will run. He sure is making a lot of noise about it. He really is, and so he was uh, interviewed yesterday by uh, you know this Telemundo guy, or I think it's Telemundo, Jorge Ramos. Guy's more powerful than probably any other journalist in the world. Anytime he tries to interview a an American uh, political figure, they always are like, "Well, Jorge, I of course we want to. Yes, we want to increase immigration, and of course, yes, we want to increase illegal immigration from Mexico, and and of course, those twenty million people should have citizenship here, and and yes, of course, we want to give them all." Uh, $100,000 in cash to start out their life in America. It would be hateful otherwise. And yes, do they need a place to live? Of course we need to give them a four-bedroom, 3,500-square-foot home to live in. And of course they need a job and a income. And if, uh, obviously they need health care. Jorge, that would be stupid and hateful of us if we didn't. And yes, everybody can come over and we won't do a thing about it. You know that, Jorge, yes. I mean, that's what it's like. Mm -hmm. He's got, he wields his power because they believe that he, I, I don't know if it's they believe Jorge controls every Hispanic in America or what the deal is, but wow, the president goes on and he kowtows to him and every politico. Uh, anyway, yesterday it was Bernie Sanders and he wasn't really being grilled by Jorge, but he was talking about whether or not he's going to run. And uh, here's what Bernie Sanders said. Do you think you can beat Hillary Clinton? I think that there is a lot of frustration and anger among working families who in many cases are working longer hours for lower wages. And yet Ooh, what they're seeing is while their standard of living goes down, almost all new income goes to the top 1%, and we have this obscene level of income and wealth inequality. So the anger and the frustration is out there. Yes, I do think uh, that if I ran, we so, could so, so he uh, He's sticking delusional. Are, are, uh, really? He's delusional. Yeah. Here's the thing. Bernie uh, Sanders can't win. He can't win. However, can't I win. really want oh, him to run. Oh, I want him to run. I no want question. him. He's, I mean, you want to talk about an important person in America, in America right now. If Bernie Sanders is to run, he's going to make legitimate socialist points yeah. without apology. And yeah. it's going to force yeah. people like Hillary Clinton to move his way and to sit here and, mm. uh, and, and talk about things like, uh, you know, basically taking companies away when they don't do the things that you want and forcing people to bake cakes forever. Make them get on, make Hillary get on record early having to deal with Bernie Sanders all the time. That would be a really positive uh, thing. One of the questions Jorge asked him that we didn't have there was, um, are, if you run, would you run as a Democrat or an independent? And he didn't, he didn't know yet. Uh, he was considering e either of them. Um, but you know, we've talked about this a lot of times, that Bernie Sanders is so honest because he's called himself a socialist. Why then is he not a member of the Socialist Party? Why is he an independent? Why don't you, why don't you hmm. run as what you are and just embrace it? If you're a socialist, run a, the socialist ticket. I'm sure I you'd mean, get the nomination. He says, he, I mean, he has said he's a socialist. When people ask yeah, him about that, he says things like, well, look, uh, you know, I mean, 
you know, people try to make that sound bad, but, you know, we're talking about yes, democratic socialism, uh, you know, in Europe. And mm -hmm. I, do I think we should run more like Europe? Yeah. You know, I mean, he's that t yes. he, that's kind of his defense. on it. He, He's an interesting guy, though. I mean, I do. I, I have a warm spot in my heart, a soft spot. Is it, wait, it's warm in my heart or I can't remember. Uh, whatever the phrase is, I have that for this guy because he, you know, here's Bernie Sanders, a guy who will actually say it. Mm -hmm. he, he's a type of guy that comes out and just says the yeah, things okay. the, that the left believes. But run he, as a socialist, then. I'd love to see is, that. Wouldn't well, if, I mean, what you're saying is he should run as a Democrat because that's where all the socialists are, <laughs> well, and yes. he probably will. Yeah, he, I, my guess is he probably will. I don't yeah. think he's going to run as an independent. I would be very surprised. He's not going to get the funding. He won't get funding, yeah. But he can get true. into the Democratic primary, absolutely. And 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 look, while he's not going to win, he can do, um, you know, at least a Ron Paul-type effort. Because he's mm -hmm. going to, especially if Elizabeth Warren doesn't run, there's going to be some, not everybody in the Democratic Party is is uh, cool with Hillary Clinton. A lot of the people are, are don't like the fact that she tries to, you know, act like she's playing to the middle. They want someone who's going to come out and say it. Just like, by the way, we want someone who's going to come out and, like Ted Cruz and just say conservative things. They want someone who's going to come out and just be honest that we are socialists and screw these mm -hmm. people. Admit it. Go for it. Bernie's your guy. He will do that. Uh, and uh, I really do hope he runs because he's not, he's not a joke candidate. He's not a guy like you know, Al Sharpton was, who said a lot of crazy liberal things. But, you know, Al Sharpton was a joke, particularly back then, and is, obviously to us still is. Bernie Sanders is a guy who... You know, he, well, I consider him a joke because of his opinions. He's not a joke to the left. He's a guy who ran as an independent and won because he was too far left of the Democratic Party. Wouldn't it be something if he actually did win the nomination? I love that. Him oh. and Ted Cruz going at it? Oh, my God, I love it. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Those two guys going doing battle. Let America choose between a socialist and a true Republican. A man of the republic. Yep. A In the truest sense of the word. Mm -hmm. An actual constitutional uh, candidate, a, a, a man who loves the country, a man of traditional principles and values against a socialist. Uh, uh, please, please run and please win the Democrat nomination. Uh, Bernie, I'd love to see it. I hope you're right. I hope you can win. Meanwhile, they're, they're kind of, uh, they're ignoring Bernie Sanders and they're trying to push forward uh, Martin O'Malley. I, I, I don't know why they're in love with this guy, but they really seem to be. The well, yeah, seems to love him. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, younger. Uh, he's apparently good looking. Uh, he's uh, and he will say just as crazy. Like, for example, Hillary Clinton came out and said, I, I disagree with this law in Indiana. He came out and called Mike Pence a bigot. Oh, That's the type of thing you're going to get from Martin O'Malley. He's a, he's much for, you know, he's going to be outwardly more leftist and he doesn't look like Bernie Sanders. Or yeah, talk like Bernie Sanders. True. You know, he's a guy who's you know young and seemingly up and coming, and, uh, and you know Jeffy's had been times sexy. So mm -hmm. you know that's. Are him. you uh, enamored of him? Well, Jeffy, a mm -hmm. little bit. You see ears like that, because you're a little hot under the collar. <laughs> ears? Okay. You're hot for his ears. Well, right. you, know, you are an ear guy, aren't I, you? I, I, yeah. Not too many. He's got a little Spock look there, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah that particular he's got picture. Kind of pointy ears. <laughs> I've noticed like a Drudge has posted some pictures of him like lifting weights. And yeah. <laughs> oh like, really? Yeah. Oh, right, I've seen a lot with him and his guitar. He seems to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Playing guitar. Yeah. 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 That's exactly right. They're they're making him out to be the rock star, which is how what they made Clinton out to be. Yeah, and, and it worked. And it worked. And maybe it'll work for O'Malley. I I don't know, but he uh, he's got he he thinks he's got some things to to talk about, some success, uh, successes in his past. 
For instance, supposedly Maryland has the highest median household income in America. Highest median income in America. Hmm. What is Maryland next to? I'm trying to th oh, uh, that's right. Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. Where the government employees mm -hmm. are probably 80 or 90 percent of uh, the workers in mm. the area. So, yes, I mean, they're all government employed. They're all being paid by us. Thank you very much. Uh, and Maryland also is an incredibly expensive place to live, so you got to make a lot of money to just to survive. Chamber of Commerce has ranked Maryland uh, number one in innovation and entrepreneurship. What? Uh, Education Week magazine ranked Maryland's K-12 schools number one in America for five straight years. Nonpartisan Pew Center on the state ranked uh, Maryland one of the top three states for upward economic mobility. Also, as a public speaker, O'Malley's 2012 DNC speech was a big hit, I guess, and uh, his ability to communicate policy objectives to the people in Iowa is uh, apparently very high. So, do we have any? Um, can we put together a Martin O'Malley uh, resume tape? Uh, what do they call it in TV? A sizzle reel. Mm. Let's mm -hmm. see. Well, let's see the moments of Martin O'Malley that qualify. I because I don't know much about the guy. I don't either. I frankly. don't remember his I 2002 speech or whatever. Wait, what? 2012. 2012. <laughs> 2012. His 2012 speech. I don't remember that one. But can we get some clips from that? I'd actually maybe for next week. I'd like mm -hmm. to actually see some. I would you know, too. This guy this does seem to be, in all seriousness, Bernie Sanders might run and he might move the field a little bit, which would be interesting. Martin O'Malley seems like a guy who actually is going to run. He seems to be the favorite of the media. Be the sort of the if you don't have um, uh, Hillary Clinton, it seems to be Martin O'Malley's the guy. Yeah. So l let's uh, let's look into this one a little bit. I'd like to I'd like to know a little bit before this thing gets fired up. Uh, apparently, he is going to make wealth inequality a big issue. Oh, that'll be agonizing. That, by the way, has not worked for them. All, of all the bitching about wealth inequality. Uh, I mean, they they got they really got destroyed in this last election, focusing on that. Yeah, they did. They really, I mean, they that, had. They did. Mm -hmm. That's great. They that's did. that's that's true. Remember the Ed Schultz clip? He said, "You know, we got our clock cleaned. Yeah. You know, we kept bringing up messages yeah. of of uh, unions, right. and, uh, and it didn't work." And he was right. That yeah, was, was right. one of the mm -hmm. maybe the only thing he's ever been right about. Uh, so so wealth inequality wants to expand social security. Jeez, can you can you imagine nineteen trillion in debt by the time uh, O'Malley's election would be complete? Nineteen trillion in debt, and he wants to expand social security. Okay. Uh, enacted Maryland's version of the DREAM Act, so he's a big open border guy, uh, raised the minimum wage, and oversaw passage of marriage equality. This is guy is a super left-wing guy. Be yeah. interesting. Be uh, interesting to see. And uh, one other update on the presidential front. Uh, there was a, uh, let's see, do we have it uh, here? This is, uh, there's a new poll in New Hampshire uh, that has a, uh, they did a favorability sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Rubio did very well, 55% favorable, 15% unfavorable. Okay. Ted Cruz, 55% favorable, 22% unfavorable. Very good as well. Rand Paul, same thing, 57-24. Scott Walker mm. was 48-16, also pretty positive. Um, then there's a drop-off after that. Ben Carson was at 35-11, uh, 24% differential. Jeb Bush, 53-37. The front-runner. Uh, yeah, Mike Huckabee, 49-35. Uh, Rick Perry, 47-34, Jindal at 30-21, to and Christie was actually underwater, 43-46. Um, but I saw a poll last night, uh, uh, first real poll since Ted Cruz announced. He's gone all the way up to third place. 
Uh, he was at 17%, really? I believe Good. it was. Or maybe it was 16. Wow, I think. Remember, he was at about one yeah. or two. I think he was at 16. Jeb was at 17. And someone else was in first. And I think it was Scott Walker was at 20. It can only get better with him. As soon when the, when America gets to know him and his principles and values and how he sticks to them, and understand he's not a right wing kook. He's not. He's not a, at all a guy who goes out and calls names and yells and screams. He's reasonable. He's reasoned. He's smart. He's good. He's the guy. Mm -hmm. Eventually, hopefully. America will know that. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. Or we're just frankly done as a republic. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it's kind of up to you though. Kind of up to you. Nuclear deal, by the way. Yeah, nuclear deal! Yeah. Yay! A preliminary deal with Iran. It's going to last 10 years. Non-binding. Non-binding. Uh, 10 years. Uh, and should pretty much uh, hold us over until they decide to really finish up with that nuclear program mm -hmm. to start blowing up our allies. So will give them just enough time to yeah, finish up their warheads. That's a good time for that. Get um, them all prepped. Get so. them on ICBMs. Put them on. In space, get them over here, mm -hmm. and Israel. This is giving them plenty of time. Good. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, do we have uh, any updates on our GoFundMe efforts today? Um, uh, by the way, uh, the GoFundMe effort. Well, this is oh, this is just Pat ours. Stu, the pizza one is all the way 50, up now. Fifty dollars. Thank you. Okay, that's you that's five pizzas though. So where's the pizza? Right. That's. Uh, is that five? Can we get five out of that? I think we could probably get five. There's got to be some sort of deal, right? Yeah, probably. Um, but uh, actually, if you read this, uh, I believe it says that he's going to actually donate it to Memories Pizza. All what? Proceeds, what? Which, uh, we are not. They've got cool enough. With. Look at we, this. Look at that. Look at this. Look at that. They've got uh, enough already. Well, to the quality. How what? awesome is this, by the way? One hundred seventy-nine thousand. What was it? One thirty when we talked to Dana on the show. One hundred and seventy-nine thousand eight twenty-five. Yeah, pretty cool. Holy crap! And uh, keeps going. Awesome. So, uh, really cool. Way too much. People are going to be millionaires. And we're going to donate hours to that? I think not. <laughs> we're going to eat pizza. We need pizza. Where's okay. the pizza? If somebody <laughs> came to me and said, hey, will you cater a gay wedding? Yes. Bring me my pizza. Mm -hmm. you, okay. just, you don't care about You just want the pizza. Just want the pizza. By the Very way, simple. I just want the pizza, too. Mm -hmm. I, if there's one food that I can literally eat every single day. You've got to pick one to eat every day that's got to be a lunch or dinner product. Because I think it's easier to be repetitive in breakfast yeah, for some no reason, at least for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you had to pick one for you know, lunch, dinner type food every single day, you can eat it at any time of the day, mm -hmm. would it be pizza? Not for me. That's a pretty good bet. For me, it would, me, not, it would for be me. pizza, I no. think. Would it? Yeah. But well, you, what would it be I for mean, you? I like it, but it'd probably steak. It'd be steak. Yeah, so steak, it's... Now, I'm not talking about like you get like steak and then... I mean, I guess you could be in any I, A grilled cheese? I'd be perfectly cool oh, with oh. grilled cheese. You know what I've been doing you know, lately? It's got to be low rent. I'd go grilled cheese. Yes, I'm, I'm fine with that one, too. I love the grilled cheese. Are you, are you insinuating love. that pizza is low rent? Yes. Yes, I am. I mean, steak, though, you can get. I mean, if you're going to get a freaking, like, unbelievable steak at a restaurant, it's going to be mm -hmm. expensive. But you can get yeah. a steak relatively, I mean, yeah. not that expensive if you're going to cook you them can. at home. Mm -hmm. um, Jeffy, would you, what would you go with, pizza? 
I don't know. That's a, I really don't know the answer. I know your, I guess inst I, your instincts kind of say all, just say all food, but that's not really a really good answer to this question. I'm toss up between pizza and grilled cheese, though. Because both, uh, both items have cheese mm -hmm. and bread, yeah. mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. although the pizza you can have a little bit more toppings yeah, on. So pizza is a little, bit more, um, a little bit more versatile, I would yeah. say, than yeah. grilled cheese. Although you can do a lot of fun things with grilled yes, cheese as well. You but put tomatoes on there. When that grilled cheese bacon on there. Is, is freshly uh, grilled oh, and then know. put on a plate, there is nothing more alluring on, on the face of the planet. Yeah. I, <laughs> Maybe I, nothing more alluring. Um, you know what I've been doing lately? Uh, <laughs> so good. I, I am a huge fan of egg and cheese sandwiches. Oh, I am and too. And I'm a huge fan oh. of grilled cheese sandwiches. And sometimes I want a grilled cheese, sometimes I want an egg and cheese. And I was thinking the other day, hey, wait a minute, what's the real charm when it comes to a grilled cheese sandwich? Now look, the melted cheese is obviously, but you can put melted cheese on anything, right? Mm-hmm. The, mm -hmm. the, the key to a grilled cheese is that outside of the bread, yeah, the, the where butter. it's like the butter and it's like mm -hmm. seeped in yep. and then it gets yes. crispy. So here's what I've been doing. You take the eggs, uh -huh. put them in there, make the eggs up first. Then you kind of fold them over in bread shape, so they're kind of like bread shape in the pan. Then you take the bread for the sandwich and you put it down like a grilled cheese and you start that. Then sure. you put the eggs on top and you make it a grilled cheese egg and cheese. So sure. you're getting that crispy outside of the mm -hmm. bread and mm -hmm. you're getting an egg and cheese sandwich. This oh, is, uh, it's changing it. my world. I like is that it. the first time you thought of it? I like it. It's not the first time I thought of it. It's the first time I've done it, though. Okay. I will say that. Right. Now, I have a question. Um, why do we not have that here? Oh, that's right. Because that's the Constitution. It says that when we talk about a food product, it should be, it should here, be here. Immediately. Where is the uh, grilled cheese, egg, and cheese? Uh... Grilled cheese, egg, and cheese is what we're looking for. Natasha, you can just bring, you don't have to bring it all the way. I'll just, Sue set it right here. We'll just, I'll, I'll pass them out. No, no, actually, I don't. I don't feel comfortable in that particular arrangement. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'll take care of it. <laughs> Have you seen the Hardee's? Hardee's is doing this. I think it is. I think it's Hardee's. It's got a new grilled cheese breakfast sandwich thing that they're doing. Mm. Can we get a picture of that? The... Ooh. And where is it, by the way? <laughs> Thank you. I just said it. Uh, the grilled cheese, uh, I think it's like grilled cheese with like egg, maybe like sausage and ham or something. Oh. I don't know. There's a bunch of meats oh. on there, too. But, you know, obviously they'll make it however you want. It's so good. Um, it looks really good. Maybe we can get a picture for the next break on that. Do you one. ever watch Food Network, as long as we're talking about food now for or, no yeah. apparent reason? Uh, the, the Guy Fieri guy uh, that does the yeah. diners, drive-ins, yeah. and dives, mm -hmm. they love the show. Because hey, I just, uh, you see new things and you get new ideas about, hey, I, I'm going to have that. Right. Um, but he, he was doing hamburgers a while ago, and there's this place, I forget where it is, but they do two grilled cheese sandwiches. Yes. And two, uh, like, uh, burgers in between and cheese all through it. Yes. So the so grilled, cheese, grilled sandwich cheese sandwich is the bun. Hamburger, grilled cheese. Uh, it's a little much. Hamburger and cheese. And, it's, and then they grill it all. And what? What do you mean it's a bit It's a much? little much when they're all together like that. Oh, I would, I would there's a person pay in any my, price. There's a person in my house that saw that. I would pay $1,000 Oh, my gosh, that looks good. I think I'll make that. Oh, and they, oh there was. And a person really? in my house made that, yeah. So and, you tried uh, it already? It, it was, uh, while it was good. Yeah. And yes, I mean, I didn't say, no, I can't have that. Yeah. Uh, you know. It wasn't as good as you thought it was going to be. Hold on. I'm very interested in your wording. A person in your house <laughs> saw it and thought it would be a good idea to make. Yes. Now, That's because correct. your wife makes unbelievable food constantly for you, I could potentially see this being your wife, but it seems like you might be indicating that you would tell me. I may have pointed it out. So mm -hmm. you saw this. I pointed it out and said, look, make this. And then she made it. And she did. And you thought it was, it was good, good, but not. It was really good, but I, you know, I, I like them. I'd rather have, you know, the grilled cheese. 
yeah. And the cheeseburger. Maybe <laughs> that was like maybe that was like the uh, what was the thing that they did at uh, KFC like a year oh, the ago? Double down. The, the double You're down. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which which was the chicken patties as the bun. Yeah, and it didn't, right, that didn't really work. Yeah, I mean it's either. good separate, but. Yeah. Together, it's like, okay, I got it. Can we get a close-up of what Stu was talking about from Hardy's this uh, breakfast That's item? That's big, though, right? With that the, looks with pretty good. circle bread. This looks yeah. pretty, pretty darn good. I think this is a good spoons maybe for next week or something. Oh, look at I think that. it's a good spoons for why is it here now? Look That's a great at that. That looks delicious. That <laughs> Wait, really does. Today? Is today Thursday? Yes. yes. Isn't it spoons day today? Yes. yes. Why isn't it? Yes. Wow, what the we, heck? Have, we have been seriously. Have we altered the show? Down. What, we have been what, seriously I want to know down. who vetoed spoons on Thursdays. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to get did to the go, bottom of it. I, don't, don't look at me. I, I guarantee I did not veto can, that. Can I give you another idea for spoons while we're here? Yeah. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts has a new raspberry cheesecake donut. Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> we need that to try really that. That really good. We need good. to try that, too. Right. Can we put that on the spoons list, uh, Natasha? And that, oh. and the Hardee's thing. And the Hardee's thing. And the Taco Bell chicken brisket thing that I'm hearing and about in my head. The two, head, the no. two uh, grilled cheese grilled cheeses with on two top of the, yeah, the, in the, middle. the grilled cheese cheeseburger thing. And, that too. and breakfast and, lasagna. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> breakfast lasagna. Triple eight seven two seven Beck more patents. We nearly need to try breakfast lasagna. We talk about it so often. And it doesn't seem to be a thing, but why can't it be a thing? We also need the surf and turf, the, the uh, steak and lobster combo. Uh, chocolate fountain. They're doing and the, the fondue thing. The, the fondue thing. Remember the fondue the thing fondue we were talking about? From, uh, just get that in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, we gotta have that. Oh, fondue's good. Oh yeah. Oh, triple eight seven two seven back. Hi, it's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Understand uh, Game of Thrones has some kind of issue going on with their fans. Huh? It is pretty interesting, and I think I would be pissed off too if I was a mega fan. But so Game of Thrones is this HBO series, and but it, before that it was a big huge series show. of books. So it was a huge series of books. Then HBO yeah. decided, okay, we're going to make it into a series, and that show is absolutely isn't it mega huge. Now, if you take all television shows, forget just network, because network is the only one that's rated, uh, and then they do a cable thing separately. Yep. But if you were to go with the number one show on television. It's Walking Dead on cable on AMC. Uh, and then I think the number two show is Game of Thrones. Is it really? I think it is. It could be. I, I, I think it has like 10 to 15 million viewers. Yeah, it's huge. Um, so that so basically Game of Thrones comes out, starts off all these books, which launches the series. The series starts. Well, the series has now caught up to the books. So oh. the, the series of books is so not over So the series has yet. to stop now and then wait for the books to come out. That's what you People would think. read them. So it'd be about two, three, four years down the road, <laughs> right? Well, it's kind of well. You would well, you would think. I mean, this Harry Potter, right? Like they could have released a movie every six months and beat the set last book yeah. to the presses, but they didn't. They waited until the books came out and then they made the movies. Well, it looks like now, and I think they just confirmed this that HBO is going to have the series beat the books to the end of the story. <laughs> Oh, if you're reading the books, that's going to piss you off. It's going to piss you off. I mean, and you is that what's all... happening? Yeah, People are yeah, upset, very upset about, that. about it. Yeah, because, you know, you spend all this time as, you know, the geeky book fan, and you're, and you're bragging to all your friends, well, I've read the books, and I don't know about the series, but I've read That's why I always tell people, don't that's, read the books. Always you. wait till the TV show or the movie comes out. Yeah, and, I, and, and this is... No! People, right? people yes. are so pro-reading. Okay. I hate them. Stop it. Look. Stop it. Reading has its the place. Waste. It does. It does. Have, reading has its place. To me... That place mm -hmm. is not 
uh, delivery system for entertainment. And I know, I, look, I, I know I'm in the minority of this. We release fiction books all the time. It's a great thing, obviously, for kids to get started in books because they're interested in the stories. Uh, but, like, to me, yeah. I much, I'll read nonfiction because I want an incredible amount of depth on a story. But when we're talking about a fictional thing that's going to entertain me, a couple of hours is fine. <laughs> I, yes. That's all I need. Get, throw me in there. and I'm in the movie theater for a couple of hours. I'm gone. I move on with my life. Oh. If I want to learn in-depth philosophy, sure, I'll read a book. Uh, but when I want to read Game of Thrones, you know what? I'll turn it on uh, for an hour on Saturday nights. Other than Harry Potter, and I, I didn't read the entire series. I read a few of the books. Um, other than that and Michael Bay, uh, I don't think I, I read any nonfiction. Mm -hmm. the, those are the only ones that I read that are fictional accounts of anything. Uh, and I, I, So I only read things to inform me. Yeah, you and know, I, I've told. I don't read. I'm like you in that. I don't read for entertainment except for Michael yeah, Bay. Right like, now. you know, like Agenda 21. Like I've read that for work. You know yes. what I mean? And it's not because I. I yeah. It's a really interesting, great story, and you get into it, and I can understand how people would like it. It's just like I don't know. Maybe, you know, I'm a snob with my time or something. But I just feel like you know what? If it's going to be a fictional story that's just meant to entertain me, mm -hmm. I'm going to spend. I'm going to spend, you know, a couple hours here and there doing that. If it's something where it's like, okay, I'm I going to spend, you know, two weeks over a two-week period where I need to jump in and out of the story. My head is in another place sometimes. It's hard for me to keep jumping in and out of books like that. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather, I'd much rather get that Don't from Just the movie. wait for the movie. Wait for the movie. Or the TV series. Yeah. It's so much. Now, Jeffy, you watch uh, every television series. <laughs> no, I do everything. Yes, you do. Absolutely yes, everything you do. that comes out. What's the new one you're watching? Uh, Netflix's Bloodline. Really good. I've been how I'm many? Deep into how it. deep like, are you? I'm about six in. <laughs> it's got like uh, fourteen or fifteen, something like that. So oh, it only I has fifteen, it and then it's over. Yeah, uh, well, I don't this. like that. You know what? I got it. I made the mistake of getting into a show called uh, The Tomorrow People. Have you ever seen that on Netflix? No. It was actually really good. I liked it a lot, and then it's over. Twenty-three episodes, one season, canceled. Bye bye. It's a waste. Yeah, I but some it. of those shows that are Pissed. really good, then Netflix picks up. You know, Bloodline, this is actually Netflix. Oh, is it? So there'll be more. They, this is just season one. Yeah, because they have basically an unlimited amount of money now. Right. Um, which, right. Uh, okay. uh, but I will say this. Uh, no I actually now, because of my experience kind of with Breaking Bad, where I went through four, five, four seasons, like I didn't pick it up really until the, probably almost the end of the third season. And then I was watching it through the fourth season, but not live. I was watching it delayed episodes of it. Um, I now won't try what you did. With with the what was it? What show was it again? The, the Tomorrow People. The Tomorrow People. Because if it doesn't have multiple seasons, yeah. if, I don't want to even I, start it. Let it get three or four seasons ahead of me, oh right. my gosh. and then I'll start what catching up. A right. Television. Right. Elitist. I don't yeah. want to get involved in a storyline that gets canceled after a year. Yes. That's you know, a, it's, I think it's, a, waste. it's a good safety tip. It's a good safety. You tip. know, with, like Walking Dead is one I'm really considering now because I know it's five, five seasons. seasons. So like that's a not that's a lot. Yeah, it is. It is, oh it is my a lot. Gosh. It, it, you got to do some distance to get through that now too. Have you guys have you guys seen the the new uh, Facebook building, four hundred and thirty thousand square feet? Wow, really? Four hundred and thirty thousand square. Feet. It has a nine acre park on the roof. Well, you can't be expected to work without on a the park. Roof. I mean, we've been asking for how long have we been asking for a park here? On the roof? Yes. Yeah, forever, oh, forever. Forever. We have trees in our hallway. We do. Got that's a good point. For us. Not quite like a nine-acre <laughs> no. park on the roof. Uh, no. Uh, they said that there's a room so big they can fit almost 3,000 people in it. 
Wow. <laughs> That's it's money to burn at that yeah. place. You, so money you talk about burn. Netflix, money to burn. They can do whatever they want now. Facebook, oh yeah, certainly money to burn. They can do whatever they want. And then they're gonna they're gonna merge the two uh, buildings that they have, I guess, together with some sort of tunnel connection. <laughs> Jeez, it's amazing, amazing. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Where's the grilled cheese? <laughs>